So I know you're wondering what it would be like to have a full client schedule that took little or no effort to fill. That means you have big dreams for your business. That's awesome. But when you dream about your perfect business, you're not having to hunt down clients, are you? I mean, nobody got time for that. (laughs) That's why I want to tell you about the Client Bundle. So the Client Bundle is a comprehensive collection of resources all focused on how you can find paying clients as a creative business owner. The bundle features seven, yes, seven ebooks, bonus content, including freebies, email templates, and checklists, and a supportive Facebook community. This bundle was put together by a group of really smart, really talented, creative business owners. And I just had to share. I support all of them, and I think it's such an awesome value. So, You want to get on that list because it's going to come out soon and it's going to be discounted big time for a very limited time. So to get on the list, go to brittanycrossan.com slash the client bundle. Okay. That's brittanycrossan.com slash the client bundle. B-R-I-T-N-E-Y-C-R-O-S-S-O-N.com slash the client bundle. Starting on March 2nd, you're going to be able to get it for only $157, and it's valued at over $400, y'all. So get to brittanycrossin.com slash the client bundle to get on that list and get some clients. (laughs) Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossin, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike, dancing in my Instagram stories, or cuddled up with wine watching The Real Housewives. Please know that this show could include some grown-up language here or there. (laughs) Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. This is your host, Brittany Crossan. This is episode 15, y'all. What is up with that? We are on a freaking roll with this show. It's going so great. I truly appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you subscribing and sharing and commenting on the social media. You guys are absolutely incredible. Uh, You are the reason why the show in the first, what, two and a half months of being um, a show hit number 50 on the Apple marketing uh, podcast chart. (sighs) Absolutely amazing. I truly appreciate all your support. Please continue to tell your friends and um, I hope you're loving the show. I'm loving doing it for you. So I'm not going to chat with you too long right now because I have a really great, long, juicy interview filled with tons of great information. It's actually with Brandon Berkmeyer, who um, is a branding specialist, and he has worked with huge brands in the past, and he now has his own business, and he has his own podcast as well, and he served up loads and loads and loads of tips and advice and so much valuable information for you guys, knowing that you are small business owners and that you have to create your brand and your social media strategies uh, most of the time on your own. He is helping us with that. And it was really a great chat. So get ready for that in just a few minutes. Um, what I do want to do first though, is do a little iTunes review shout out. So what I've been doing is for those of you that listen through iTunes, if you have an Apple device, most likely you use iTunes to listen to the show. Um, if you subscribe to the show, 
and then rate the show and also write a little review. I'm giving you a shout out. So today's shout out goes to Erin and her review says, always upbeat with real advice. I love Brittany's energy and inquisitive nature. She delves into all aspects of social media with a language we can all understand. Whether you're a brand new business owner or entrepreneur or have been on the block for years, she has insights for everyone. I loved being a guest on her show as well as tuning in each week. Thank you so much, Erin. Okay, so yeah, Erin, if you recall, was my first guest ever. (laughs) And um she is incredible. She is so sweet. She's so smart. She is the woman behind cathedralsandcafes.com. You can find her on Instagram at cathedralsandcafes. And she is just going to give you so much Instagram inspiration, especially in her stories. Oh, watch her stories. Oh, they're good. They get me excited just talking about it. Um, so thanks again, Erin. I truly appreciate your kind words and your, um, and your support. Okay. So The only other little business I want to take care of before we get to the interview is to make sure you know that my uh, free guide, How to Create Your Personal Brand, is still available. So in order to get this, all you got to do is subscribe to my emails. It's super easy. You go to brittanycrossin.com slash join dash email. That's it. Or just go to brittanycrossin.com and tap on join email in the menu. Um, It's B-R-I-T-N-E-Y-C-R-O-S-S-O-N. Dot com. So when you subscribe to my emails, you will immediately be sent my the free guide, How to Create Your Personal Brand. And I, I walk you through step-by-step exactly what to do to create a personal brand. You know, if you want to... If you want to be making an impact on social media and you have stories to share and, and you want to, to impact lives and, and, and make a difference and, and create something wonderful, but you're just not really sure like exactly how to structure that or how to get your message across clearly and genuinely, this is what you need. It's a simple guide. Read it over. It won't take you too long. It's going to get you on the right track to creating your personal brand and it's free. (laughs) And then by being subscribed to my emails, you'll get an email from me every Monday and it's not crap. I send out good emails only. Thank you very much. Okay, you guys, that's it for now. I really want to get onto this interview because it is, um, it's a little long and I want you to be able to hear all of it and soak in all of the knowledge that Brandon provides and, um, stay tuned for after so that I can, uh, share with you this week's social spotlight. Enjoy this interview with Brandon Bergmeier. Today's guest is a marketing and personal branding specialist. With almost 20 years of ad agency experience, he has worked with multiple Fortune 100 companies working on campaigns with billion-dollar ad spends. In 2018, he launched BrandonBrands.com, his consulting business based in Los Angeles, California. He also produces and hosts a top 100 marketing podcast called Brands on Brands on Brands, where he speaks to other marketing experts and draws from his own experience to give you insight and how to build brands that matter. Welcome to the show, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey, hey, what's up? What's up, Brittany? Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. It's weird not being the host. I'm, I want to just go into my <laughs> spiel, my normal, like, welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands, but I'm going to hold back. <laughs> this is your show, but I'm so happy to be here. Uh, you know what? Uh, you can take over anytime. <laughs> That's fine. I'll just sit back and relax and listen to you. Um, thank you so much. I know your time is valuable, and I truly appreciate you taking the time, and I know that my listeners do too, and I know you have so much to offer today, so I'm so excited. Um, you guys, so Brandon and I met through LinkedIn. It, it was a LinkedIn, it was like a course, basically, like a group or whatever you want to call it. But we 
we were learning about LinkedIn basically together. Um, and I've talked a lot recently about LinkedIn. How amazing is LinkedIn these days, right? I, I, I keep joking around, but I'm serious whenever I say it's not the boring thing we used to think of it as. Yeah, one of my favorite places to interact. And when I went on my own, was starting to build my personal brand, I was looking for places to create content. And LinkedIn was one of those things that I knew was actually becoming pretty important. And yeah, we stumbled across the same person. Her name is Brittany Crystal. And she has a course called The LinkedIn Laws. Uh, and basically it takes you through how to use LinkedIn and create content consistently. And that's what I was looking for, something that just took me there. And I respected her. She was like a Gary V protege kind right. of person and built personal brands. So I like learning. So if, I don't know about if you're the same way, but when I'm out there learning, I like to learn from people who are doing it and have one-on-one -on -one time to give, that who can spend time with you and teach you. Like I love coaches. And that's what I was looking for. So if I can't be like next to the person who I think's doing it the best, like is the sun, if you will, in the universe of that thing, mm -hmm. I try to be at like the planet that's right next to that, that, <laughs> that like learn from that person. And she was one of those people. And I, I, most people I work with have done that. Right, right. I, I agree completely. I think that she, she has done amazing stuff with that because it's, you know, it's cool to have watched from afar at first, the the transition of LinkedIn and how it really did used to be considered kind of this boring resume site, whatever, blah, 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 that nobody paid attention to. And it's just so amazing to watch it have changed. Now, we've, we've met each other. So many people have met each other and, and done so many amazing things because of it. It's just the power of of social media and that sort of thing, of course. Yeah. Um, I mean, and when I learned a little bit what to do with it, I mean, literally my posts have gone from having like 30 people look at them to, I, I just had a post the uh, couple, like a month ago or two, and it was almost 10,000 people like saw the post. I'm like, what, what's happening? This is all yeah. organic. I'm like, what, what's going it, on now? Exactly. That's what's so crazy. It's all organic. And it's just, I mean, I can't say enough about LinkedIn right now. It's yeah. absolutely awesome. Yeah, I agree. Um, and, and at the end of the show, we'll make sure to remind everybody where to find you on LinkedIn and everywhere else, of course. But um, what I want to... We're going to talk marketing strategy, of course, for small business owners. Um, that is definitely one of your specialties, of course. But I want to kind of just like if you give us a little background. I mean, I know I gave you an intro, but I would love to hear more about how you got to what you're doing now. Yeah, the, the quick version of it is that uh, I had been in marketing since like literally college and a little bit before that, uh, and specifically in ad agencies. So I started doing what they call brand strategy, which is figuring out how to understand customers and consumers, and then how to understand those, those platforms, the like the TV ch channels, the billboards, magazines back in the day, and then it turned into internet marketing and Facebook and Google and, and I was the one spending the money. So it was like, how do you spend, you know, $100,000, a billion dollars on marketing? And what, you know, what do you do with all that? And what's the right place? So I really had to figure out priorities. Like, where do you start to, you know, prioritize where you're going to put your focus? Because even with like what feels like an unlimited amount of money, uh, you have to make choices about what's important and what's not. So really figuring out what are those components of where you should be putting your energy or your, your time or your money so that your marketing has impact, that you actually drive customers in and, and have a reasonable change in your business. And I know a lot of the entrepreneurs that listen to the show that are, you know, that are not billion dollar budget businesses, uh, they still have that same problem. They have to figure out their priorities because their time, from what I've, I've worked with entrepreneurs a lot too, just like you have. And uh, what I've realized is they have two things in, in short supply, time and money. <laughs> every time, right? And honestly, the more, for me, the bigger thing is time usually. They say, I don't have time for anything, even to figure out what I should be doing in marketing, let alone how to execute it. And 
that's the same thing with, with big, businesses or, big businesses or small. It's like, how do you prioritize that so the things you're doing actually matter and drive the needle in growing your business? So that's, that's how I got started is agency work and doing that kind of thing. And after 18 years of that and working on some of the biggest brands out there like Coca-Cola, Apple, uh, Wells Fargo, those are some Fortune 100 companies that I spent years on uh, building their marketing programs. Uh, and Walmart was my billion dollar ad budget. It was like the biggest, it's funny, but it's like, the, you know, it's this monster company that you're like, how do you have uh, this, you know, this such a massive impact, but everyone's, you know, felt it. But, uh, but that's what, that's what I was working on. And then when I came out of that uh, business, I really started to think, you know, I want to find my voice and without taking, you know, turning this into a crazy monologue, what really happened is after being in corporate for so long, I wanted to get out there and figure out like, how do I become more than a resume? How do I have an impact? How do I get out there and find my voice? And that started me down this road of personal branding and working with businesses one-on-one to figure out how I can help them. I love that. And, and I love that. Well, and it, it makes sense that you would want to get, I mean, it probably feels refreshing, right? To kind of change and get into this doing your own own thing type of deal, right? Yeah, I'd say scary and refreshing. I mean, yeah. it's, I think like anyone else, you almost have to like, it's like your second life. It feels like, am I having a midlife crisis? Like what's happening? Like when you leave something that has been what you've been identified with for so long that like literally I didn't change course. Most people like I've changed careers four or five times. I literally had one career for this long period of time. And changing courses is, was very like, uh, uh, there's a lot of fear there. Like I didn't want to, <laughs> but right. you know, I think what happened was I really started to realize that, uh, that I was going to be losing the power to choose my own course. Like I was going to hit, you know, 50 and suddenly be really fighting for jobs and not know like how I was going to define myself, uh, and not get to choose my career. So and why does that happen? Well, you know, at the top of most of these companies, there's only like one or two positions. And if you haven't done something, but I want to say you've, you've done something great, you've done something that actually makes you more than the job you've done, you find it harder to compete at a high level. Right. Right. And oh my gosh, that, I love that you shared all that. So many people are going to relate to that because a lot of um, a lot of people that I interact with that are in my audience on social media as well as the podcast are are have gone through or are going through stuff like that. You know, people sometimes take a, take up a side hustle while they're in corporate America doing their thing. And then they want to try to transition. And like you said, yes, it's refreshing, but scary, but I love that. I love that you decided to do it. I think it's amazing. And obviously you have so much freaking experience to, to help you along, you know, so, so many great credentials. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's scary. It, one of the reasons it's scary too, is you've done something, you've lived a stable life and you have family, like at 40, you have kids and you have you yeah. know, bills and mortgages and you're like, this isn't when I'm supposed to be taking risks, but uh, you know, with the right support system and the right plan, uh, I, you know, we're ma- able to make it happen, but yeah. Right. Right. Well, you know, and going back to something that stood out to me that you were talking about, um, that will also be really helpful for the listeners is you were talking about what you did um, in that career of, of deciding where the, the budget goes in, in marketing and whatnot. And that means that that means a lot of things, obviously, but it also means you need to have, you need to be um, very educated and be very familiar with, with the things. So meaning like now it's the platforms of social media or whatever, right? So you gotta be familiar, like where are my people? What is this best for? What is that best for? And I think that that is, 
I think that is a huge struggle. A lot of um, a lot of people actually just the other day somebody was telling me they're really having a hard time. How do I choose where to like in, you were saying spend your budget? But even if it's just your time, how do I choose where the heck to do my stuff on social media? I mean, you you have any input on that? Like how somebody can even get started on knowing where the hell to go? Yeah, I mean, for the, if what's funny is I mean for the big bigger businesses when I was working out with with that it was. A little bit easier than I'd say like that job was easier than when I started working with one-on-one with entrepreneurs because there was like I I knew I had this this budget but I had like the I, I knew what the tools were supposed to be like right. you have to go you know massive reach across the country like there's only a few places to do that and like figuring that out was easy when you work with entrepreneurs who either have zero budget or they're trying to do it on their own or they have a small budget it's a lot tougher but yeah. the the the, what I'd learned through this, this, like, you know, these years in, in media was figuring out, okay, what are the channels where people are actually spending their time? And that's the first thing. When I prioritize, I look at where are people spending their time? And then what's the, like, if I'm going to put money or effort into uh, creating a, a marketing program for that, what am I, what's the output going to be? Where am I going to get the most money or back on what I spend, right? My ROI, as they say, my return on investment. And I, what I realize is a lot of, uh, even companies that are doing marketing right now, like that are entrepreneurs and they're doing it themselves or they've been doing it, even if they're not new and they've been doing it for years, they don't always look at the ROI on what they're spending and they might be doing some things that are pretty old school and they're like, but it's been working, but they don't compare what's working to something new that might be working, that could work at a at either a faster level or at a, a lower cost. And the old story used to be, well, you're still doing yellow page ads <laughs> or classifieds in the newspaper and you've never tried Facebook. I mean, like things that extreme, I'm still seeing this in these past 12 months. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, but you haven't even tried it. And you know, so there's like, yeah, but it, I know it works. It's great. And like, but the cost like you could be 10 Xing your, your impact. Right. Like this is extreme, but this is still happening today. So for me, it's, it's like looking at those kinds of things and say what's working. And I'll tell you for a lot of the, the entrepreneurs and small businesses out there, it's actually pretty simple. There's three places that work for most companies and it's digital first for the most part. And it's Facebook, Google, I mean, but by far the, the two biggest and those, those bring into the fact, bring into the mix, uh, you know, like YouTube and Instagram because of that, that whole thing. But it's social media overall, which is what the show is all about, because uh, they can they bring the, the most impact. But then the piece behind it that most people leave out is the CRM in their website, and you know that which is the email marketing, their their list building, how they communicate with customers. So it's it's a, a bit of those couple of things with the attention driving pieces of social media that you can do at a low price. But those those are the places I usually start, and I have a system for it which we can talk about. Okay, okay. So you brought up um, email marketing. Um, and I feel like that's been a real hot topic, especially the past like year or two with the big online marketers really, really pushing for that. Do you feel the same way? Do you feel like it's, I mean, I guess there's always going to be an exception here or there, but for the most part, do you feel that a small business owner should really include that? Sure. They're going to pick their social media platforms, but also make sure they're doing email marketing. I do. I do. I think that's the piece. It's like, it's almost taken for granted because it's been around for so long. Uh, there are, there are, things that you're like, well, do people still look at emails and that kind of thing? But the way I think about it is this, even with the shiny new objects out there of social media and the new platforms and whatever else, and there's like a million new things that get added every day. I think of it as like, think of it like a, a bullseye with like 
multiple concentric circles, right? On the very outside of this circle are the things you need to do to hook people and bring them in closer to your bullseye. And those things that are getting the most attention are the things on the outside of the circle, which is going to be the things you hear about, like the Facebook and the Google ads and search and, and those things that are on the outside. Uh, it's where people are spending their time. So that's fine. We're going to spend a lot of time and effort bringing people into our world. But once you, once they see you once or twice via your ad or your content or the, you know, the post you created, whatever that is, you've got to be able to bring them in to the next layer of that conversation. And the, like the roads down, down these concentric circles tend to be these lines of communication. We establish things like an email marketing program, things like direct messages or text, things that you can own where you get to send the messages and start dialogues. Uh, the second thing in the, in like, like on the next level after you talk to them on social media is you have to have some kind of content platform that is you, where your message lives for uh, a lot of like people like me, personal brands and people that have a story to tell, excuse me, a story to tell. It's going to be things like your videos or audio content or your writing, which is your, mm -hmm. a lot of people, it's going to be YouTube podcasts or blogs. So like one of those three things where you house your your like store of information. And then in the center of all that's your website, which can house all of these things. And if you think of it like that, as you get closer to the middle, you own more and more of how that message is delivered and mm -hmm. what you're able to share with people. And the better you do those things, the, the more respect you have and more authority you have as a business, the more reputation. And the more as people like start to travel down the road towards the middle of the circle, the more they get exposed to you and get to see not just the, the little bits of who you are, the little post, the little image, the little comment, they actually get to know you better. And that's how I think a business actually drives impact and, and builds customers is, is this experience they're creating through, through this, this content. Right. I love that. And I, it, and, and you're right because we've all, even if we haven't um, for our own businesses done what you're talking about, We've been a part of that. We've all, even people don't even always realize. Yeah, I've talked about, you know, all the obviously branding stuff and all that. And I'm like, you guys don't even realize like how many brands you're so familiar with <laughs> because that's what they, that's what a great marketer does. And so you're right. You get to that next level, you get their emails or their podcasts or their videos or whatever, and you start feeling closer and they're really a part of your life basically. Yeah. And a lot of the, and the piece that I'm not talking about is like the in-store experience or the person to person experience that right. is left out of this. If you have a brick and mortar, that's the piece. That's the other like experience channel. It's, you know, not just your writing and your, your audio. It's there's like this in-store component too, right. but a lot of people just reply, rely on that, that it's only the, the experience and they don't get out of their way to create other things that can help work for them as well. Right. Okay. So you've basically kind of already started doing this, but I just want to make it clear to the audience so everybody understands where we are. So if you would, you know, um, talk about if somebody's trying to create their first marketing strategy and they're like listening to this, what we just said and what you just said, like, holy crap, that sounds scary. Like maybe break it down so somebody understands what it means to even start and, and how they should start creating their first marketing strategy for their business. Absolutely. Yeah. And this is like one of my favorite things to talk about. So I'm, I'm glad you bring it up. And the, the thing that, let me talk about a couple myths, right? The first thing that okay. people come to me, if you're a, a newer business out there, you know, you're actually within the first few years of getting started. The things that I get asked a lot are about logos and websites. And for me, like, this is like, I call this bonus knowledge, right? For me, that's not where you start. That has like, it, 
actually has zero relevance. And for me, I'm like, if you want to, if you have to have something, just build it yourself. Like, I know that sounds like hard, but like, don't spend thousands and thousands of dollars, like outsourcing this kind of stuff, literally just get something that you can throw up and not worry about it. Uh, I, to prove that point, I started a website when I was getting into like starting my own agency and company and spent myself made the mistake, spent months and months building something beautiful and never like I got out there and promoted it and used it. Uh, and then when I got serious about what I wanted to do and realized I wanted to be, you know, more independent consultant, I said, let's start pretending that we're bigger than we are. Let's just throw up something that's like my name, how to get a hold of me. And I just drew like my name out, like Brandon, like Brandon Brands, that's where that mm-hmm. came from. And was like, this is what it's all about. But so let's, I wanted to dispel the myths first, right? It's not about your website and your logo. They, they matter over time, but right now at the beginning of your business, if you're that guy who's just getting started, like stop worrying about it so much. What you should start worrying about is like, how do you, like are your products the kind of things that are working for people? Not just, is it a good idea, but have you tried it? Have you gotten it into the hands of your customers, gotten feedback and worked on what you're actually selling? Uh, and I just want to give give you a second to, to like chime in on that, but before and then I can get into like what I actually think is the model for for what people uh, are doing. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you 100 because we've all been there. If we've anybody out there that's been in business at least a little while, you've been there. You've put forth the effort into the wrong thing, especially something like a website or making something pretty, which is obviously a good idea later, but no, I'm with you. It's, it's, it's hard to resist too. It's hard. There's so many tools out there that make it so easy to build your own stuff, but I agree with you. You can't, you can't worry too much over that. Yeah. And that's like my shout out to the sales teams out there. Cause like it's, it's the sales skills that'll actually build your business quicker. Like when you get out there and I've asked a lot of people on my show, like what's, what's more important branding or selling? And I've gotten both answers and I'm a big fan of branding. You know, it's brands on brands on brands. That's the podcast. (laughs) Uh, but for someone who's just starting, like you have to sell and see what's working and figure that out. Uh, but for those of you that are like, you're trying to figure out your marketing program, the, the thing that I, the, the next biggest thing that people are doing that like trips them up is they spend all this time or money on social media. And I know this is the social sunshine podcast. Uh, what I <laughs> no, worry okay. is not the, what they're spending on. It's how they spend it. And the and what they haven't figured out yet, right? So, uh, what I'll see a lot of time is someone that has a restaurant is spending a couple thousand dollars or more a month to you know giving it to like an agency or uh, someone a freelancer. They said, you know what? Can you just do the social media stuff for me? And what do they end up doing most of the time? Isn't like paid ads. They end up they're getting paid to like post. And when you all, when you don't have a, a large organic following to begin with, what ends up is you create, you create this beautiful like Instagram feed and this beautiful like content and you're generating it like on a consistent basis, but you're not experiencing any growth because you don't have any followers to begin with. And it's a, it's not the wrong thing to do. It's the wrong thing to do right now because you're not there in terms of the size, right? right. And it's a good long-term play. It's a bad short-term play. Because what happens is if you only have 200 followers and you're spending thousands of dollars a month talking to basically no one because in social media, only like 3% of people see what you post, yes. then you're talking about like 30 people or whatever the math works out to. Right, right. And, but uh, at the end of the day, it's like, it's not going to drive business. And that's what happens. I talk to entrepreneurs all the time and they're like, I'm just going to stop with the marketing because I don't see the ROI. And this is why they do the wrong things. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to, 
I have something to say about that because, and I agree with you on that um, because that's actually in, in my business, Fun Love Media, that's one of the main things I do is social media management. And I had to have that talk with a client of mine um, who I worked with on one of his other businesses and everything was fine. But this other business, this newer thing, he wants me to do the social media. And I had to, I mean, like he literally had just made the Facebook page, like, I don't even know, like a week before. I mean, there were 12 followers. I'm not exaggerating. And I had to explain to him, this is, you know, we can do some good things here down the line, but I, I want you to know, like you need an audience first. We need to focus on that because if you don't want to pay me, like you said, to create all these wonderful things for social media and then literally 12 people see it. Well, and really not. We know that not all of them see it crazy. So, but he liked it. He liked that honesty. And he's like, Oh crap, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, you're totally right. Like, it, it, you know, when, especially when you're starting out, try free resources and all that. There's no reason to to throw all your eggs into that basket right off the right off the yeah. start. And, and it gets back to the problem I talk about, which is time, right? And if they're like, "Well, I don't have the time to do it myself," so how am I ever going to get out of being at zero, right? So, for me, that's where the ads part come in. I'm like, if you have like, figure out what you do have to spend first. And if you have money to spend, then you have to get very serious about what you're doing with it. Like if I'm going to spend money on someone at first, I'm going to maybe hire someone to do like project by project. Like what's the project work I can assign? Okay. Maybe the first little bit of budget, I'm going to hire someone to help me figure out like what my messaging is going to be so that I can do like a Facebook ad that makes sense for my business so that I can grow audience. Cause that same $2,000 like spent on ads on social media, instead of reaching like a couple hundred people is going to reach like tens of thousands of people, right. which is a crazy dramatic difference. Yep. You know? So I'd rather you do that and maybe pay someone to like help you get set up and then, yeah. then do it yourself for a month or two and see how it goes. You know, like right. I'd like spend an extra couple thousand and be like, okay, 2000 goes to the person to set it up. 2000 goes to like the campaign, which can run over a few months and then see how it goes. And suddenly like you're actually building, uh, the, the impact and the, like the audience that's going to like want to hear your message. Right. So basically how this works for me is there's, there's, there's two things to focus on when you're like, okay, what is the actual strategy, Brandon? Like, let's get to the, stop talking about all the things (laughs) you shouldn't do. Uh, it's two, it's twofold, right? There's two things that matter and, it's pretty obvious, but they, it's if you don't say it, like people forget how important they are. And it's just your message, and it's the attention. That's that's marketing top to bottom. It gets we make it complicated. We try to make it scientific. At the end of the day, it's message and it's attention, right? It's what the hell are you saying about what you do that matters to people, and how are you making that valuable to them? Do you know who the hell you're talking to? And when you go through that, it's like very it's like who, what, where, why, and it's like, well, who is this message go to? Like, like who, do, who's buying this? And a lot of people overfocus on that. They're like, what's my avatar? How do I design like the behavior and psychology and like, Oh, you know, just like, just, you kind of know who your customers are. Like, just try to write it out a little bit. Like basically they're this kind of person. Okay. And that's the who, like, what is it that you do that is important that they'd want, but then figure out why is it different than someone else? That's where, that's the part of the messaging it, that's it goes from simple to complicated because a lot of people don't know what makes them special or if they do they don't say it they don't tell people they yes say, can i give that an applause <laughs> yes yeah well it's true right i mean a lot of us even for ourselves it's hard and you're like what do i do that's different you're we focus on the thing that maybe is more obvious but that everyone focuses on so it's like oh well it's quality or it's you know <laughs> service and well you're like yeah but to the customer 
we expect everything to be pretty much at the same level when it comes to like quality, like, cause we're, you know, right. we're not like an artisanal culture anymore. So at the end of the day, we expect certain things to be the same. So when you're picking something, it has to be ownable. Like what's the thing that you do that actually you can own that no one else is doing. So that it's, you know, it's been written out there like a lot of, uh, it's been overdone, but it's like, look up blue ocean strategy and all these resources are out there for you to figure out like, what is it that you can own that you can be number one? And cause if you're not number one, then you're competing on price and you're a commodity at that point. So like for me, it's figuring out those things that all come up into this idea of what you're saying and that that's your message. So figure out your message and then dive into your, you know, then we can dive into the attention piece and how you get it. I love that. That's why I had to interrupt you with an applause. It's so true. It's so true. But you know what? you don't, you just don't automatically know that it sounds simple when you talk about it. And then when you hear it right now in this podcast, but it's, it's, it's true. You've got to figure out what is, what is special, what's different, what's unique, what's extra, what's a bonus, what's a perk, because you, you're right. We do expect quality. We do expect good service. We do. I mean, and, and that's cool. We should, you know, I love that. Thank you for saying that. I think it'll be so beneficial to people to hear that. Yeah, absolutely. And it, I mean, I, I bring it up and like a lot of people focus on their why, right? That's been like the popular trendy thing. It's like, find your yes. why. And, you know, and I love Simon Sinek. He's got a great book uh, and it's true, but it's one piece. And a lot of people like their whys start to sound the same too. Or it's like they're maybe they don't they're like, no, I don't really have that kind of why. Fine. You don't have to like you, your benefit, your unique thing, your special thing doesn't could be something else. Right. But it could be your why. And I think that's what uh, they're trying to tap into is that a lot of people don't realize that what is special about them is their why. Right. Like, okay, cool. That's that might be your thing, but it might not. Maybe it's something maybe it's literally that you have more experience and you've been around for 30 years and no one else has. And because of that, you've developed certain processes that only you do. So you're, you know, maybe it turns into those things, but you've got to figure out what is special about you. And then you can dive into like what, okay, now what how do I get people to know that? which is the second piece of this whole thing. When I'm working with people, the next thing I try to figure out is I'm like, okay, how do we get your word out there to the people as quickly as possible? And if you are telling a good story in that message, you've like now figured out what's, you know, what it is you're saying and who you're saying it to and uh, how you're saying it. Uh, you can, if you can tell a story that grabs them because you figured all those things out, uh, then it's just a matter of where do you put it? And those things are actually the easier piece. People like, like freak out about it, but really it's like, it's the Google and it's Facebook. Like it's right there. It's in front of you. And it's, it's, it's obvious. You don't have to go looking for the trendy things. Like I know TikTok is hot right now and that's great. And LinkedIn's hot. And I love that personally too. Uh, and those are good for organic long-term content creating like, uh, strategies. Right. But at the end of the day, if you're like, how do I get customers tomorrow? It's Facebook and Google. Like that's it. It's very simple. Right. I love, I, I love that. I didn't, I've never even really said it like that myself where you said that they get it, they get it flipped or whatever. They, that's, you know, getting the attention is actually kind of the easier part once you get all that other hard work done. Cause that's hard work to really get your, your who, what, your why. And I love that you talked about the why too, because I, I, I mean, that's, you hear it all the time. And I do think that something also people get worried about with their finding their why is that I think sometimes they're like, my why is not like that deep. Like sometimes they say your why should make you cry. <laughs> and so many people say that I've heard it and I'm going, well, I don't know, not necessarily. And I think that some people are thinking, my, is my why not good enough? Or am I not deep enough? Because I, I like to tell my audience, like you, not everybody is out to be a superhero and change the world with your business, with your social media, whatever. And that's okay. You don't have to be. 
Yeah. And I, I think it, it, like, depending on where you are with your business, it might work for you. Like if you're a personal driven brand driven business, like that might be important to like, know, like why you're doing this. Like why for me, it's important because I'm independent and I work with people. And so for me, that might be more important. Uh, and if you're a business that like you want to give back those as a business model, it's not terrible. Like Tom Shoes did a great job as a for-purpose business. Right. I say for-purpose because it's not nonprofit. You know, it's it's built right. to say what our model is. For every shoe you buy, we give another one away. And guess what? That's also good business because for the extra like five dollars in cost, it, it costs them to to do you know to make the shoe, and they're selling you know it's like forty extra dollars, but you're paying forty for the shoe to begin with. That extra five bucks to to give an extra shoe away is a great marketing expense at the end of the day. That's not why they did it, but a lot of companies have have done that because it's a, a great marketing strategy after right. that started. But right. at the end of the day, maybe that is your why and you can build it into your business model, uh, but maybe not. And that's like I'm saying, it's not for everyone, but for some businesses, it might be really important to figure it out, but not for everyone. Right, right. I definitely think it's good to figure it out no matter who you are. But I mean, you, yeah, it doesn't, it's not, it's not always the same. It's okay. If you're feeling overshadowed by your friend's why next to you, so it sounds super profound and deep. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Some, sometimes a lot of, and a lot of people that'll interact with me are other moms and stuff. And they, they'll, they just, they'll, they'll be like, I just want to make enough extra money to take my family on a vacation and uh, blah, 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 you know, and they don't feel like it's such a deep and profound thing that they're doing. And I'm like, it's cool. That's your thing. That's what you want to do. And that's what's going to, you know, motivate you. Right. Right. All right. Cool. So I love that. It really is simple. Whenever you break it down like that message and attention. Boom. Yeah. And, and what I don't like bring into it right now, because what happens when you actually work with people, you're like, okay, like, okay, I understand the theory, but now what do I actually do? Sure. And that comes like when you're working with someone who, you know, who's an experienced like marketer and they're helping you, what you end up having to like figure out along the way is there's, you know, you have to, to take action on these things. Uh, you have to like do a self-assessment of like, what are, what do you, what tools do you have available to you? What are you good at? What do you like, what do you have time for? What do you not have time for? So a lot of time I'm sitting down figuring out with people like, okay, like who on your staff actually has time to work on marketing? Is it you? Is it a manager in your business? Uh, and, you know, or do you need to like pay someone for these little projects, like out, you know, outsource or whatever it is. So like doing a self-assessment of like, where can you take action? Like what resources do you have right now? What do you have access to in terms of time? Uh, figuring that out is like, is a good starting point for a lot of people to figure out like, what do I, what can I actually give to this right now? Uh, and then, then on this, the back end of that is figuring out like, how are we going to measure this? Like what matters to us? What's the, like, what does performance mean for us? And a lot, a lot of people I'm spending time with them figuring out like, is, is what beyond just sales? Uh, Cause that's the metric for everybody. Like what is the other goal that's going to lead to sales? So for me, a lot of people I'm mapping out what they're, they call it a funnel, but like, what is their uh, like top to bottom? How are the people finding them to how are they converting them? to, you know, when they convert, are they staying and becoming repeat customers? You know, it's like along this, right. this chain of events, this customer journey, you know, like, where do you, where do you have work that needs to be done? Cause maybe for a lot of people, like they know about you, but something along the way is happening where they, you're losing them. Yeah. Like they're, you're, maybe the offers are wrong or they, uh, maybe they've come in once, but they had a bad experience or you never did anything to like remind them to come back, whatever. Like there's, there's things along the way that, for me are all tied to performance and you figuring out like, where do I need to like work to make my process better? Right. Right. Okay. Good. Gotcha. Well, okay. And I also wanted to, I don't want to forget to ask you about, so I love how you mentioned like 
to get the most bang for your buck, you know, you've got Facebook and Google and you talked about ads. And um, I love that because that is very efficient if it's set up properly and, and done right. Um, but let's, let's talk to somebody who's more at the beginning of their journey, if not the very beginning, they literally have like barely any budget at all. Um, and, or maybe they're just not comfortable enough to start spending yet either way. And, and, but they do want to start getting the word out on, they feel good about all of their, their message. They do want to start getting the word out, um, on social media. And I'm saying that because a lot of these people are listening for social media tips, but they don't want to spend money yet. What do you think? I mean, just choose wisely, choose just one, maybe two places where you know your target customer is. I'd say this, right? If I'm chasing, so this is the attention part of the game, right? So if I'm chasing attention, I've got to go to where it is. And if, if my, if I'm evaluating myself and I have, again, those assets of money or time and money isn't what I have, but I do have time, then what I'm going to do is put time into grabbing attention to where, from where it is. And like I said, organic, long-term, great strategy. Short-term, I actually would be out there infiltrating places that have my customers and trying to pull them out of those worlds into mine. So for like my personal, I'm a marketer and I need to like talk to people about building their marketing and their personal brands. I'm going to go into marketing communities on Facebook and I'm going to start adding value and becoming known in those circles as the person that does this. And you can apply that to any business. Like how do you get out into your community, whether it's online or physically and start to build relationships. And for a lot of the retail businesses out there, get it. Like the, a lot of them will tell you, like even the old school guys that they built their business by going knocking door to door with other businesses in the community and starting to build their network of people around them in their community. And like they realize that there's a school here and there's a, a, a what's it called? Those pop-up farm, you know, things like whatever yeah. it is. There's like yeah. Event, yeah, there's events uh-huh. going on and yeah, <laughs> that, that they can go to and start to spread the word. And a lot of that is, it's happening online now too. You can talk to the, like, if you have a parenting, I like talk to the, the the, for me, there's like the South Bay moms is like the thing out here. Like if you want to talk to the moms, you, you, you join that Facebook group and you, you get involved in the community, you add value. And that's the same thing out here is you have to get out there and get the word out that you are doing this thing to the people that actually do have the attention, whether it's a group or it's a person or an influencer, you've got to make yourself known to them so that they can start to send attention your way. And where do you send them? Well, to the content you've been creating and posting and things like that. Right. Okay. Gosh, I love that so much. And it's so true. Um, use these opportunities wisely. Like, like you said, groups and, um, and, and communities and whatnot on, on social media, you can use that to your advantage, but also you're helping others. But if I'm like totally springing this on you, if you don't mind, but like talking about value, adding value, I think that's something else that also for a lot of the beginners out there may not understand, may not understand because, you know, we all see it and it's, it's okay. If you just start and you make these mistakes, it's cool. Um, but just posting things about their product or their service constantly, like they're a billboard. Um, and they're just asking for sales. You know, do you have any thoughts on how someone could even begin to share value and feel like I'm giving you all my knowledge and I'm helping people and then they're going to come to me later to do business. Yeah, absolutely. For me, when, when you get into the game of content, the, the, cause that's what you have, your resources, time and like content's one way to, to like, to use that time. Uh, I think of it three ways. It's content leads to community leads to impact, right? So the way I think of it is if I'm out there, like I know my message, I'm putting it out there, in content because I'm trying to position myself and be known for something. And known could be like you actually are known like you're a speaker, an author, whatever, or it could just be you're known as like the best 
restaurant in your neighborhood or the like number one accountant in this in, in, in for this type of business whatever the thing is when you are out there creating content you that helps you position yourself and tells your story uh, that work of creating that content and telling your story and then sharing with people, doing the work of going to these groups and, and helping people, uh, lets them start to understand what you are special at, what you're known for. And when you start to do that, you start to bring people in and you have to create a place for them to, to, to go, right? So that's, I think, creating a community of some sort. It doesn't have to be a Facebook group, but it could be a Facebook group. Uh, that's the second piece of this. Like, how do, where do you pull them? If you want to know more on this, go here. If you want to interact and know more about this, go here. Whether it's like you want to know on the five best ways to get rid of the ants around your house, go to this blog, you know, and like yeah. these are those circles that we were talking about earlier. So that community starts to focus around this content. And, you know, people are like talking on the forums and the boards. Well, what did you do? Did it work? And oh, I did this. And like bringing them together, you can, now that they're actually gathering and you get them to talk to each other and you get them to talk to you and you ask them questions, how can we help? Uh, that community piece, what it does is it opens up, it unlocks this area for you to ask questions that say, what can I help you with right now? There's things you're going to want to do yourself. What are those? There's things that you're going to want to pay for. What are those? Maybe I can offer that service or build that product. Uh, and that's where the impact part of this model comes in. Like you talking to your customers gives you a chance to ask them what you can do for them. And then your business can run on that. Even if you already have that, your business could get better or the feedback around like what they want to do, the first service you can offer, the first discovery thing or free sample or whatever the thing is, like what would get you to come and want to try something for the first time? All that is found through that content and community piece of it. And when you actually do that and you give value up front and you're giving them something, whether it's just tips that they need to move them forward and get them unlocked to where they might actually need your service in the future. All that impact piece of it brings people in, makes them want to consider you as a business. Right. Okay. Okay, good. That's really, I know that's going to be really, really helpful to really kind of help break it down for people. Cause um, I, I know I've talked to a lot of people that just don't even know don't even know where the heck to start when it comes to that. But it's it's kind of like something that I've said a lot of times, which it's not necessarily concrete, but I always like to say like your content should relate, educate or entertain or all three. And I mean, you could, you could also throw inspire in there, whatever, you know, but, but overall that's the right, that's the right idea. And and that's good for people to remember if you're going to go out, start sharing on social media um, and interacting in groups and all of those things, uh, what are you, what are you offering? You can't just be like, Hey, I sell these green widgets. So it's time click on buy. <laughs> You've got to be offering what's so great about the green widgets. How can these help you? What's the information and, and all that stuff? Yeah, you do. I, I think you got You have to be able to communicate in those ways. And, th- and those are the, that's the model for things being actually worth looking at. Right. It's like, like, why would I look at like, if someone's going to give you their attention, why are they going to give it to you? And you have to be doing one of those things for them to see value in the content. And what I would say is if you're doing that content, like maybe give yourself a little test budget and be like, okay, Brittany, this is great. But like maybe, you, you know, you either, you can help me or, you know, someone that can help me like just throw a little bit of money out there to bring people into this content and like, let them know like what I'm doing and what's going on so that it's that, that all that work isn't going on, on deaf ears and blind right. eyes. Right. Okay, cool. I, I think we covered so much good stuff. I think it's a great place for everybody to start or even somebody that just needs a refresher. Um, Cause some people are just kind of hobbling along out there in the online marketing world and never really got to learn these things, you know um, whether it's a side hustle or it's, or it's, 
their brand new business. But um, so, okay. So going to you, so how, if somebody listening is at that point where they kind of, they're ready to, to look into taking that next step, maybe spending a little bit of money, maybe getting some actual help from somebody. You do that, right? You, you said you do the one-on-one business um, yeah. marketing coaching. How does yeah, that work? I, I do. I do. The, I'll put it, whether it's with me or someone else, what I'd say is if, if you've got, like you're trying to figure out what to do in your marketing program, uh, you can do one of two things. You can either buy knowledge uh, that's, you know, you sign up for a course on how to do something yourself, like how to like set up your email system, how to run a Facebook ad, how to build an email list from scratch, how to, uh, set up a website for the first time, how to build, like, I'd say pay for knowledge, pay for something that like informs you, however you like to learn. Maybe you like to learn by going to online courses or going to something in person or through a mentor or coach, like pay for knowledge. To, to help you get through whatever you're stuck in right now. You don't need to build your marketing program for the entire year. You just need to figure out like, what's going to help me right now. If you don't know what's going to help you right now, like you're like, I don't even know if it's my website or my social, or if you have no clue, then get a t- in touch with someone who understands marketing. And it could be a friend of yours. Maybe someone in your network knows marketing a little bit. I get calls like that all the time. It's like, I just need to know where to go. And it doesn't take me a long time to just say, Honestly, what you need to focus on is you, you actually are ready for a website. You've been around for three years, like, like pay someone five grand to like set that up. And there, there's things like that. So I say pay for education or pay for coaching in some way, shape or form to get you unstuck, to move you from not knowing to knowing what's next. And then do as much as you can yourself so that you're working. In terms of working with me, the things I end up working a lot with people that they need one off little things. They never need the whole marketing strategy top to bottom. They usually do one off little things. So for me, I'm doing a lot of VIP days that are like, okay, you need the deep dive on email marketing. Like let's do it for a, like a, a, a session for you. Uh, four hours deep dive top to bottom. Like you went from not having one to having one or let's deep dive on Facebook ads. Like let's spend a whole day VIP day on like Facebook ads and how to set up your first one and run it. And then, I set you up and you leave it alone. I leave it alone. And you're doing it by yourself. Right. You're out there executing. So I do a lot of things like that. That's one-off tactics. Uh, and then for some people, they just have questions. Like I'm working with a company that they have a, a trade show coming up and they just like have ideas and you know they want it. So I'm like, okay. So for like a half hour a week, we jump on the phone and they ask their questions. And along the way, they'll stop asking questions and I'll start more leading the dialogue to like, this is what you should be focusing on. Right, but like in some way, find some kind of consultative person that you can work with to keep moving you forward. That's that's what I would say, and that's what I do at brandonbrands.com. It's like if you want to work with me, you can you can go to brandonbrands.com/apply, and we can figure out a way to work with me. I always have free fifteen minute phone calls for people who just like have questions and want to like understand like where they are and get started, uh, and that's the easiest way to to get a hold of me. Okay, okay, great. Okay, um. Yeah, that's good because, um, like you were saying, you don't always. It, it's I like that you kind of customize that depending upon the needs of of the client because you're right. Like you don't always need the whole shebang at at one time. And and <laughs> I can speak from experience as someone who um, years back started this online marketing. You know, came into this online marketing world and learned everything the long hard way, um, <laughs> and 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 I could because I had in my life I could I could just spend time learning things and stumble through it and that's fine. But it's not very efficient, um, especially when it comes to something like Facebook ads, <laughs> because um, 
if you, um, if you know what you're doing, if somebody has taught you or somebody is coaching you, then I mean, you're literally spending money and why not do it the right way? You know, take it from me, everybody. Uh, I took about three years worth of, um, the, the long, hard school of, of online marketing. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. And, but that's like, you're, you're in marketing. So like, you want to learn it, right? So it's, sure. you know, well, and it makes it. sense. Yeah. Yeah. And, but if there's, if you're like, this isn't my thing, I like, it's not my, my zone of genius, not my, you know, where I want to spend my time. Cool. Like you can outsource, but what I, here's what I, what I would say uh, of what you want to avoid is either going to just a specialist when you're not sure what you should do. Cause if you go to a search engine guy, he's going to sell you search engine stuff. If you go to a website developer guy, he's going to sell you website stuff. If you go to a Facebook ads guy, he's going to sell you Facebook ads, right? You need to talk to someone. If you're, if you're like not sure where to go, and that's why I say like, if this is your first marketing strategy, you kind of need to talk to someone that has broader expertise. It's more of a consultant that you can say like, look at my business. Let's talk about where my strengths and weaknesses are and where I'm actually at and figure out like what to do next. Like before you pay for the $15,000 website, if you talk to a coach for a half hour or an hour, you might have figured out that really you should be paying five grand and you only need this thing for your business right now. Uh, and so I see that a lot and I see a lot of agencies, which agency is like a big word that everyone uses. Sounds fancy. Uh, and they're going to they're gonna be like, oh yeah, I can get the website set up for you. But what they're trying to sell you is a recurring retainer package that gets you to pay them, you know, two, three, four, five grand or more a month to once they've got you set up to just kind of sit there and not do much. You know, it's like, they're not the output. That's why I say focus on project work first, because if you're talking to someone who does a project work, but they're trying to sell you a retainer, what what's going to happen is you're paying for things that again, end up having no ROI that make you look good, but not sell anything. So start with some, you need someone that has your, your, your back in terms of giving you advice. You need a consultant or someone that can tell you where to go, have a check-in. If it, you don't have to pay for that, you might have friends. Like, look at your LinkedIn circle. Figure out: oh. Do you know someone in marketing that can give you some advice on what where to focus your attention first? Oh, that! It, thank you for saying that. That is so helpful. That you, you're right. You go to the website person; they're going to sell you a website. You go to the Facebook person; they're going to sell you Facebook ads. I mean, and that is again, it may seem obvious once you hear it, but we don't always think that way, and we think. Everybody said I need Facebook ads, so I should just go spend thousands of dollars on that. Yeah. Um, thank you for saying that. I think that's going to really genuinely benefit a lot of people listening to this. Um, okay. Well, good. Well, thank you, Brandon. I love all this information. I, lo- I really, truly appreciate your time. I want you to tell everybody how they can find you, where the best place is, whether it's social media, your website, email, how to work with you. Plug it away, please. And yeah. your podcast, your podcast, yes. Absolutely. So Brandon Brands is where it all is housed. Brandon's my name. So Brandon Brands, hopefully it's easy to remember, brandonbrands.com. And the, the podcast is called Brands on Brands on Brands. But if you go to the website, you'll find links to the podcast and how to work with me and all that stuff. So that's usually the best place. And all my socials are, are there as well. Uh, my name is Brandon Berkmeyer. So you'll see that across the web. But yeah, brandonbrands.com is the place to go. And I'll, I'll leave you guys with this too, is that even with me, like I put out a lot of free content and I have podcasting thing with Brittany here. And the reason I do that is uh, because I recognize like, you know, I also am going to be like trying to sell people my dog food and be like, eat my dog, you know, whatever it is like, uh, and like, and I'm a consultant, so I think consulting makes sense, right? But my thing is, I'm giving this stuff to you for free. That's why I go on, on podcasts. That's why I have my own. That's why I create content because I think that you can learn enough that if you need something, you should be able to figure that out. And so if, you know, for me, that's the value. I'm like, yeah, I think you need a consultant, but you don't have to pay for it. You can get it for free to talk to your friends. Um, but if you are like, 
you know, I'm vibing with this guy. I'm, I'm, I'm liking at what, how he talks and what he talks about. Yeah. Brandonbrands.com. That's how to get a hold of me. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. That's going to mean a lot to a lot of people that are in different, different places of their journey. And guys, by the way, seriously, listen to his podcast. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, brands on brands on brands. <laughs> it's hard to say that without, you know, say that three times fast, right? No, but I absolutely love it. <clears throat> excuse me. I was just listening to, I listened to an episode with David Mirren Scott, right? Um, the other day I was listening to your part three of your, your branding thing just yeah, the, last night about making an impact. Yeah. what you think? And I loved it. I, I, all, I, I love to talk about making an impact, making an impact just because you have this opportunity. Why not? If you don't, like I said, if you don't want to save the world <laughs> online, you don't have to, it's not about that, but I love that. Well, and, you know, um, I I'll say on that is that what's funny about customer loyalty, they studied this, right? And I, I learned this from talking to some of the authors on your interview and they say, uh, hey, number one, if, if 70 plus percent of brands disappeared today, no one would care. Right. So that's number one. But number two is like, how do you make them care? And they say the only thing that in terms of like customer loyalty, the only thing that matters, only measurable thing that matters in terms of customer loyalty is a meaningful experience. So when we talk about impact, that's where I come from. It's come from this place of if you actually want someone to think, no, I'm going to use them again, you have to have somehow created a meaningful experience with them. And that might be in your store. It might be by doing something of value for free or by just in the paid service, you going above and beyond. But if you don't create some kind of experience for your customers where they get to you know, work with you or work with your business and feel like they've been changed or that they've been benefited in some way, uh, they have no reason of staying and coming back. So. <sighs> Yes. So good. You guys listen to that. That is so good. And listen to that episode. Well, listen to all the episodes of, of Brandon's podcast. It is really, really good. You're always going to get really great information, whether you have a guest or not. And I've really been loving it. I subscribe. Y'all subscribe to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right, Brandon. Well, I'll let you get back to your life. I know your time is valuable. I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. Thank you. Talk soon. Okay. How great was that interview? Wow. I am so thankful to Brandon um, for his time and his knowledge sharing that with us. Don't forget to find him on social media. Head over to his website. I will make sure and include links to all of that on it, you know the show notes and on socialsunshinepodcast.com so that you don't have to memorize all of it. So you can go there to find those links. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you, Brandon. All right. Before we go today, you know I've got to share a new social spotlight. Okay, today's social spotlight is not only a fellow Texan, another Texas girl, but also a fellow Peloton lover. It's my girl, Crystal. She's at Passport Pickles Pushups on Instagram. So let me tell you exactly. It's at passport.pickles.pushups on Instagram. Okay, so I chose Crystal as the social spotlight, not only because she's just so great. And I love her so much, but honestly, because her Instagram is really good, you guys. And she's not, um, well, to my knowledge, she's not an online marketer. (laughs) I'm pretty sure she works in a different field, but, but the reason why it's so great is because she has built this really awesome personal brand that is genuine. It's authentic. It's fun. You want to see her post. You want to hear what she's talking about. She's, she's just kind of draws you in with what she shares. So whenever you go to her Instagram, you will understand what I mean. Um, 
anyway, so a few specifics that I want to point out. Again, she's a personal brand, okay? So she is like, and also I am, if you go to my Instagram at Brittany Crossan, you're going to see things like that. When, when someone is a personal brand, it's, it's the person. They are the face of the brand and they are the ones showing up. It's about them and their life. So Crystal has, you know, on her, in her Instagram bio, it says, uh, travel, food, fitness. I just want to travel the world, eat all the things and look fit doing it. (laughs) And, um, she's also a mom and a wife and she does sprinkle in some family photos here and there, which is awesome because it gives us an opportunity to connect with her as a parent and see like that more personal side of her life. But, um, for the most part, she's sharing about food, travel, fitness, exactly what she says. That's the first thing that she does right is that what it says in her bio is actually what you're getting. So keep that in mind. (laughs) What it says in your bio is actually what people should get. Okay. Um, if they don't match, it's going to be weird. And if your bio doesn't do a good job of explaining why someone should follow you, what you do, what you're about, then you're going to miss out on, on connecting with a bunch of people. It's hard. I know it's hard. Believe me, we've all changed our bios a gazillion times, right? I get it. It's not easy, but, but, you know, try, try to think, you know, and, and be smart about it and, and put and create a bio that really represents you and your brand and then make sure your content matches that. So that's what she's done at, passport.pickles.pushups. She's really matched it up really well. Her photos are 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 fun and enjoyable. Um, they're colorful. They're not they're not professional. She is doing if I'm not mistaken, I'm looking at her stuff right now as I'm talking. If I'm not mistaken, she's taking all of these photos herself or, you know, setting them up or having a husband or, or whatever, but you know what I'm saying? Like these are not professional photo shoots that she's doing and it still looks amazing and fun. So that right there is good news. If you don't want to have to hire a photographer, you don't have to, you just have to practice your skills. Um, also Crystal is always really, um, active in her stories. That is really important, especially on Instagram stories are gold. You guys, I mean, numbers lately have been showing that people are paying more attention to stories than the actual like post feed. (laughs) So, um, which is good. It kind of allows you to like say, okay, maybe I don't have to post every single day, you know, take a few days off per week, but keep those stories active. And that's exactly what she's doing. And, um, and she's staying engaging and she's sharing other, other people's things. She stays engaged with her Peloton community. It's just really cool. So definitely go and check her out at passport.pickles.pushups on Instagram. Tell Crystal, Hey girl, heard about you on social sunshine podcast. And you never know, maybe you and her, Maybe y'all be new best friends. It's possible. You never know. (laughs) Okay, you guys, um, that's it for today's show. I sure hope that you will check out the show on social media. Please find the Social Sunshine Podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. I'm sharing on there on a regular basis. I'm loving hearing from those of you that are already on there and your comments and your messages. Feel free to comment and message anytime if you have guest requests or topic requests or questions about social media or personal branding, anything like that. Um, it's, It's all welcome and I'm happy to help you any chance I get. So definitely find the show on Facebook and on Instagram. You can also find me on Facebook and on Instagram, Brittany Crossan. Uh, I'm here for you. Let's be social media besties, okay? (laughs) Thanks for listening to today's show, and um, I'll talk to you later. 
Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and TikTok. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production, funlovemedia.com. Bye.